You can also experience pleasure when you have pain, right? (laughs) So, yeah, of course, I mean, pain is just pain. Pain is just a feeling, right? If you, but that doesn't mean that you have to suffer. Suffering is how you think about the pain. Mm. Suffering is always your own choice. While pain is a physical thing, but that's nothing bad per definition. It might hurt. Okay, it hurts. And then it stops hurting and then it's okay. But if you are thinking about the pain and have resistance and you think it's negative and it shouldn't be like this and why you and not the others, then you suffer. And that's, that's the bad thing about pain when you suffer because you give it a negative meaning. new session here at the Q&A and um, Virtual Frontier. Our topic for today is how to increase uh, self-discipline. And um, yeah, I think you're a great partner and uh, interview partner to talk to that um, about uh, as you're like, uh, um, yeah, profi um, uh, athlete and uh, yeah, successful business owners. I think there's uh, some potential and uh, uh, already shown um, self, self-discipline. Um, so to get the topic off for today, what uh, do you do, Manuel, to keep um, such a high level of self-discipline? Hmm. So today, I mean, I know why I'm doing the things I want to do. And I think that is most important that you have a why. Why do you want to be disciplined to do sports? Why do you want to be disciplined to do the work, grow your business, right? You need to have the why just doing things stupidly without knowing why it's important for you will not get you going for a long term. And then you won't get the result because, you know, repetition is the mother of skills. You need to do the same thing for a long time, improve, and then you will get the result while most people are not patient enough to like invest in repetition to get the skills they need in order to achieve the goals they want to achieve. And um, yeah, I mean, I, sports is a good teacher, right? You won't succeed if you don't um, train smart, of course, but also with a lot of repetition to get the skills to become a good whatever you want in whichever sports you want to choose, right? And um, yeah, for me, it's really the most important thing to know why I want to do that. And then understand what are things I need to do to get what I want. For example, when you want to become a great football player, it's clear that you need to be good in like um, cardio training as the basics. And then you need to have good technical training and not just like once a month, but every week. If you want to become a good business owner, you need to reserve time to care about your business strategy, right? And then also about marketing to attract new clients and sales to convert potential clients into paying clients. And that's um, important that you reserve enough time in your calendar 
to ensure that all important activities are covered. I think that is know the why and then manifest in your calendar and avoid distractions. That's basically the formula. Yeah. So how do you treat yourself um, or the situation um, when you fail uh, to follow through with something you have maybe um, planned or you, you wanted to execute? Maybe it doesn't happen so often, but um, <laughs> every, every, everyone fails sometimes, right? And I, I would like to know how, how you go or take it from there. So what's the definition of failing, right? Uh, from my perspective, I never fail. I just fail when I stop. Mm. Okay. And that is the big thing, right? Then you, if you say, oh, now I failed, it gives you the signal that now you have to stop because there is no other chance. I mean, there is what, what I see is that uh, my plans fail, right? And then I correct them. I try to get the learning, correct them and go with the next iteration to try to succeed in the next step. But it's always about planning, then doing the work looking at the result, compare it to the plan, and then adjust your activity and your next plan. But if you feel when you say, I failed, that you failed finally, I think that's, that's a poor signal to yourself. There is no failing until you stop trying again. So I'm trying to make it a discipline to never stop when I want to achieve something. And then in the end, you will always achieve your goal when you just Try enough and repeat and train your skills and get better and always reflect on if you are going into the right direction. Yeah. Mm. Training or, or um, getting prepared for something um, also consists like always like uh, some level of pain or, or maybe suffering on the way on uh, just like thinking about sports when the muscle hurts and everything or if you're just like training in Uh, um, in martial arts, you get maybe hit by, by someone uh, several times. Um, so how you get the balance right between like pain and pleasure? <laughs> you can also experience pleasure when you have pain, right? <laughs> okay. So yeah, of yeah. course, I mean, pain is just pain. Pain is just a feeling, right? If you, but that doesn't mean that you have to suffer. Suffering is how you think about the pain. Mm. suffering is always your own choice while pain is a physical thing but that's nothing bad per definition it might hurt okay it hurts and then it stops hurting and then it's okay but if you are thinking about the pain and have resistance and you think it's negative and it shouldn't be like this and why you and not the others then you suffer and that's that's the bad thing about pain when you suffer because you give it a negative meaning right because when you feel pain i like like when my muscles hurt i really like that still today because i know then my exercise my training was effective mm. i really enjoy that when i when i do squats for example and my my legs they are like they they feel like very painful i enjoy that i really enjoy that because i know the training was effective and it was good i feel that i did something that moved me forward Right. Um, and if you look at it like this, then pain per se cannot be something negative. It's just how you think about that. And that's with everything also in business. When you didn't win the client and you think negative with resistance about that situation and you're asking yourself, why didn't I win this client again? And why me? And why do all the other things? Uh, others win this, these people and why are they more successful than I am? 
mm. right? Why is always a shitty question? Because it like pulls you against the wall towards the problem. What and how is a much better question, which pulls you towards the goal and the result you want and helps you come up with new ideas to achieve this goal. Yeah. Some um, components when uh, talking about self-discipline or how, how, to, how to get it uh, better and, and increase it are uh, like self-awareness, uh, motivation, habits, um, also stress and, and uh, relationships. And I would like to ask you for each of those uh, components, maybe one or two questions. Um, so there's, there's, it is important to get like um, your, your strengths and, and weaknesses uh, right. How, how, how do I get more clarity about them uh, in a practical way? About your strength and your weakness? Yeah. So having in context like self-awareness um, and, and a good uh, indicator is uh, as, more, mm. or as more aware I am of my strengths and weaknesses, I, I can tackle them maybe better. Yeah. Right? Or, and so, um, but but how, 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 I do, how I do it, how do I find it out in, in a structured way and how, how do I improve on then on later on? I think um, it's first important to look at what is easy for you. When something is easy for you, it can, it's, it's a strength, I would say, because when it's easy for you, you will do more of it. And when it's fun for you, you will also do more of it and you will do it longer, which is the ingredients that you need to be successful. When you are always trying to do something and you don't like it and it's so hard for you, then obviously this is not your strength. So looking at it like this, comparing it with yourself, not just with others, right? If you are in a competition in sports, of course, you need to Look at the results, how you are like playing or fighting or whatever against others is important because that's how you measure your results. But in business, it's not competing against others. I mean, you have your competitors, but in the end, you don't want to beat your competitors. You want to win your clients. That's mm -hmm. the right focus, right? You want to look at what you really want. You don't want to beat your competitors. You want to win your clients. And I always um, want to really be reflective on what is my main intention, what's my main goal, what's the main result I want. And then not just compare with others, but with your past self and find a way to get better tomorrow. Just compare yourself with yesterday, but not look at today and be frustrated that you didn't get the result that you want in a year from now, because then it will just like make you feel bad and sad and not empower you to just try again and again and again and again. <laughs> I think this is important that you always look forward and ask yourself, how can I? And then if you focus on those things that are easy for you, I think these are your strengths. Okay. Um, having a look at the um, motivation, um, how do you stay motivated or what tasks or, or yeah, what tasks motivate you the most in, in your daily work? So what motivates me most is my goal that I put somewhere on my wall. That is my main goal, what I really, <clears throat> sorry, really want to achieve, right? And I, that's my why. And if I know my why, why I, I want to achieve something, then that always pulls me every day to move on and on and on. And I found it, meanwhile, I found it really important that what I do is fun for you or for me, or at least a pleasure or relaxing, right? That it's basically easy for me to do and a good experience. 
Because if I constantly do things that I have a high resistance for or that I don't enjoy or I even hate, you can do that for like to overcome some obstacles. But if your activity, what you do is always just frustrating for you, you don't like it, it makes you sad and tired and sucks your time and energy, then it's the wrong thing for you. So looking at what is really easy for you and gives you energy and take, instead of taking your energy, that's important because then it's easier to keep on going and stay motivated. All right. Mm, talking about habits, um, what can I do to work on the good habits and maybe decrease a little bit the, the bad habits? Uh, and <laughs> I think from your uh, athlete side, you, you can, you can uh, uh, talk about that and um, also maybe on, on the business side. So I think the most important thing is to look at how you build habits and that's just repetition. You do it again and again and again and then somehow it is stored deeply in your subconscious mind and then it's like a program that starts automatically without you consciously needing to think about what you want to do. That's when you drive a car, it goes on autopilot almost, right? When you see a car, you don't always need to think, okay, what should I do right now? It's your subconscious mind that helps you act in the right way or react in the right way because you trained it in the past. And that's also when you, like, if it's important for you to get up in the morning, 6 a.m. and do the hardest work at 7 a.m. and you do it always, then it will become easy because you are trained to just get up early and then do this one most important thing in the morning. Now, you can also train yourself in a negative way, for example, scrolling social media all the time, constantly reacting to something that catches your attention, right? Um, social feeds, Slack messages, emails, phone calls, people in the office that interrupt you, all these are also habits, negative habits of like feeling um, a sense of urgency and having fear to not reacting to something when someone wants something from you. I think that's That's a really bad thing in our society that prevents most people from working on their own agenda and achieving their own goals. When they are not able to concentrate and focus on one thing, because their brain is so trained to just react on whatever comes up, then it's hard to move something on intentionally. And how to avoid that is by eliminating distractions. Just get somewhere else close all your apps, get another laptop where all these apps are not installed. Like put your phone somewhere else where no one can call you. The world won't go down if you don't answer your phone for even eight hours or if you don't look at your emails and your messages and WhatsApp and all the apps, right? Just really put it somewhere else where it won't interrupt you. I think this is the number one thing that that gives you a lot more relaxation and more focus. I try that, by the way. I have my phone and I installed App Blocker, which is an app that blocks your apps, just as the name says. And you can add profiles saying when you don't want to be able to open apps, in which time ranges, on which days. And I don't like to read my emails when I'm somewhere not in the office. But I did that so often in the past that it became a habit and my subconscious mind always like made me take my phone and look at my emails. And I, they, I, I wasn't able to get rid of that, really. 
now I install this app locker and I, I really feel how stress goes down because I'm not constantly driven um, without intention to open my mails and scroll through it if there is something important. And um, even if I don't want that, right, I don't have the intention to open my email when I'm not in the office. This app shows me that per day, I try it more than 20 times still today. That's totally crazy. If someone would have told me this, yeah. I would say, sorry, that's stupid. I don't do that. But the app shows me the numbers are there 20 times per day plus. It's mm -hmm. totally crazy. So mm -hmm. that's a good tool. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's uh, very interesting if you get like really, and maybe that <laughs> brings us to the first uh, um, topic about self-awareness, right? Um, if you have like this little, little um, tools just, just mentioned by you, this, this app blocker and that tells you like you did 20, look 20 times at your email account yeah. or tried at least uh, looking at your email account today, um, maybe that's a point you can uh, improve there. Uh, awesome. Um, Like the social media and this distraction state, they all also can like cause uh, stress. And um, we talked about it in a previous um, um, Q and A session on um, um, how to handle stress and all this around. Uh, but maybe we can um, make a, a short statement right now in this uh, um, episode and link also the, the longer podcast with um, why, why is it so important to keep those uh, stress levels uh, low, or maybe other way uh, way around is um, how, how they interact how does stress interact with the self-discipline or maybe uh, hinder it <laughs> i mean stress is created to give your body more energy in order to fight or flight right that was like i don't know hundreds of thousands of years when there was big t-rex standing in front of you and you had either to fight or flight and today, I mean, that's good also in, in the age of industrialization. I mean, I, I don't like that, but if you create an environment of stress for people, at least for some hours per day, um, then their body has more energy to do more and work more intensively. That's why stress is there. It's not good. It's not healthy if you do it for a long time, but it can give you more energy. Now, if you are working digitally using your brain, and you get constant stress and pressure, what happens is that your body gets a lot of energy, but you don't use it, while at the same time, your brain activity shuts down because you should not think, you should fight or flight. So when you are constantly in stress, that just fosters reacting to things because it decreases your awareness and so your ability to decide consciously. So that's why stress is really a performance killer and a killer of health and also joy at work. Yeah, interesting perspective uh, indeed. I haven't, haven't thought about this uh, constellation between uh, getting out the energy in, in physical mm. work maybe uh, uh, and related to stress and then the other, other way around if you're a digital worker, knowledge worker and you can't really make clear decisions because you're like always in this constant, uh, um, yeah. Hamster wheel running, 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 and there's, uh, yeah, interesting. And it's even worse, you know, if, you are, if your brain is conditioned to create stress when there is an email with a red exclamation mark, because in the past yeah. you experienced that the client sent you a message with, blamed you for something, canceled your contract, didn't want to pay the invoice, whatever, right? And if this happens often, then you, your subconscious mind creates stress in your body whenever you see a new email. And then in the end, if you work in your inbox, which you shouldn't do, 
But if you do that, with every email, you create stress in your body. So in the end, you are stressed every day. Mm -hmm. And that happens for other things that created stress in the past and still, uh, still trigger stress for you today. As you cannot escape these stress factors, that's really dangerous, I would say. That's really, really dangerous. That's why it's more important to really eliminate all the sources of information when you want to be in focused and deep work mode instead of being constantly interrupted with things that cause stress and stop mm -hmm. your brain from thinking clearly and sharp. Which also plays again into the habits, habits and yeah. good habits and bad yeah. habits, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, last uh, point um, on uh, this Q&A session is um, the, also the relationships. How do relationships play into the game of self-discipline? Uh, maybe all, also from the professional and the personal side, and um, how, how can I improve them? So I think relationships are also a very important factor that decide if you are stressed or not. Because, and, and let me turn that around. What does it mean when you are constantly stressed and you lead a team? It means that your team models your behavior. And if you are constantly running around like a headless chicken, being stressed mm. all the time, not able to focus, not able to commit and deliver something reliably, your team will behave like this. And in the end, they feel the same stress that you feel. And then you have more stressed people around you, which causes more stress for you. And that's a downward spiral of people that are constantly increasing their stress level, which increases your stress level. So that's really a dangerous hamster wheel that is created. And this, these relationships keep you in the same state. It's so hard to escape, right? That's just possible when you like change your environment in the same way as you change your work environment and shut down all your apps and whatever distracts you. It's the same with relationships. Now, if you completely change your environment of relationships and you get other input and people behave differently, that might also make it easier for you to change your habits and behave differently. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, this is always the topic, right? Um, the people that you're surrounding, uh, surrounded with, they, they will really affect uh, your yeah. self-discipline in the end also, right? Yeah, awesome. Any, any uh, remarks from your side or something that you would like to add, Manuel? Yeah, we've um, created a new program, which is called Escape Now, which helps you escape this hamster wheel of constantly being driven by others, reacting to circumstances and increasing your stress level for you and your team and start to be more focused, less stressed, and create better results for yourself and your team. So if you are interested in that, um, we put a link below the show notes. There is mm -hmm. a free training. And after that, if you want, you can get support for implementing that and get back to laser focus. Cool. That we will do. Manuel, thank you very much for your time and your input. And I would say we see each other next week. Cool. Thank you too. See you next week. Bye-bye.